Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. Hey, hey homos, welcome back to our podcast. I'm still Keegan, and I'm still Joel, and we are still boyfriends. We are still boyfriends, and partners. we are partners, <laughs> and we are here to talk about. Religion is a very big topic, but please don't run away because I know the big R word is a bit scary. Because we're going to try and ha- just have a light-hearted conversation about religion. I come from a religious background; would still consider myself religious. Keegan isn't, so it's just going to be a nice little chit chat. You just dive straight in there, didn't you? No. Well, I just feel like if as soon as you say something about religion, people will be like, "Oh no!" It's okay. like the dinner table. Don't talk about politics or religion. Oh, I think that makes for an interesting conversation. Yeah, because you love a debate. I hate debates. Keegan loves. We I went on a holiday. Well, we went on a holiday with our friends, and um, in each couple there was one of each type. Like me and Peter, I think are very like. Let's not talk about controversial things. Let's not get into a debate. Let's have a fun time. You and Anthony love to disagree with each other and have a debate. And as someone with my personality, I'm like, oh god, they hate each other. They're going to kill each other. They're going to fall out. But they like will disagree at each other's throats and then be like, oh, cool, let's just move on. And I'm like, what? Yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> it's uh, maybe a psychopathic tendency. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe it's a skill. Yeah. Because dis- you don't take things personally. Yeah. No, but I um, do take things personally. Yeah, true. But uh, yeah, I just thought I'd preface that at the very, very beginning because it's not going to be a really deep heavy episode yeah, it's not a, it's not an episode on theology no um it's just about personal experiences i suppose but the aim of the podcast is empowering gay men to build happy healthy lives as well as our honorary homos you're yeah. all welcome as well mm-hmm. and i think reconciling religion with that is an issue for is an issue for people or causes friction yeah and we we've got a stat in there which, well, yeah. which is interesting from the census from 2021, they found that around 63% of people that identified as part of the LGBTQ plus community ticked the box, no religion. They've got no religious affiliation. So the article was said in a sense of like, most gay people are not religious, which firstly, I was like, well, it's not a shock. But secondly, I was like, that means about 37% of gay people. Which is not an insignificant amount. No, which is not an ins- insignificant amount. Ticked a 
religion. Now, I didn't dig into the further details of what religion they ticked, but I was like, 37% is a lot of people. So you may be thinking, oh, no gay people are religious. Well, 37% of people and on average are. if you saw are. our email inbox, yeah. you, wouldn't, you would see that they are. And if you want to be in our email inbox, that was smooth, wasn't very, it? Very good, Keith. If, and if you want to be in our email inbox, then it's hello at happyhealthyhomo.com. And you will have yeah. seen from last week that we've started getting your voices on the podcast, your yeah. faces, to send us in questions, to send us in statements, to send us in things that you want us to discuss mm-hmm. relevant to the topic that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so if you'll see that later on in this episode. And if you want to get in touch with us to do that for the next episode we're going to be recording, which is on why some men have an over-sexualized persona online... So maybe it's your experiences of that. If you have that or if you feel that you need to have that uh, mm-hmm. or just you viewing that and seeing that and your perception of it, email them over to us, hello at happyhealthyhomo.com. Yeah. Maybe you don't like the over-sexualization of the gay community or maybe you do. You think it's liberating and that it, you know it's a good thing. So get yeah. us in your thoughts because we'd love to feature you on the podcast. Please make sure they're shorter than 30 seconds in length. And also, sadly, we don't take email requests. We've had a few people go, I want my point put across on the podcast, but I want to remain anonymous. Sadly, this is a video-only podcast. If you want to remain anonymous, you can write into our Helpful Homo series at the same email address. Which is on YouTube. For the main podcast, we want people on camera, loud and proud, stating their question, their thoughts, for everyone to hear. Yeah. Um, Especially on, on these topics, you know, especially like on the over sexualization of gay men online like it can have a real profound impact on people's yeah. mental health yeah um, and it's a great way for us to get your voices on different voices i think the over sexualization is a bad thing i don't like it you might be sitting there going i think it's great i think it's liberating and we want those different voices on the podcast this isn't just about us saying what we think we want to know what you guys think going back to mental health this episode is a paid partnership with better help um it's, we're on a mission to help you guys be happy and healthy and better help helps over 4 million people yeah. do that with through therapy. Therapy has been fantastic for me. I talk about it all the time on this podcast. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It's been really great for me. I need to get back into doing it again because I only did a short stint, whereas Keegan's worked with a therapist over many years. Oh, I've had more therapists <laughs> than you can shake a stick at. <laughs> but I found it so helpful in just the few short sessions that I had it was brilliant. So I am going to be looking into better help now and going to be working on my mental health this year. It's a big target of mine. But I know for me, it can be really hard to start that therapy journey. It can be really hard to know where to look. And it can be just, yeah, just overwhelming in general. Whereas BetterHelp takes away a lot of that, a lot of that stress. They will match you with a therapist that they think is best suited to you. But it's perfectly in your control if you go actually i didn't vibe with this therapist i'm going to try someone new it's not an issue at all you just switch over so it can be therapists that are in your country therapists that are in a different country when i use better help my therapist was american yeah um and and we had some some really good sessions and you had a video call didn't you but you can also have a phone call you can use a messaging app if you don't want to talk physically to someone you can just ping them a message yeah and you can book in times that are convenient for you it works around your schedule yeah which is great because it can that you don't necessarily have the luxury of that with in-person therapy absolutely Um, and we have a discount for you you can get 10% off your first month with our link so if you click the link in our description or if if you're watching on YouTube or in the show notes if you're listening to this on an audio platform and you can get 10% off your first month 
yeah so go check it out it's definitely worth it would recommend definitely. that's why we are working with better help because it's something mm -hmm. that we highly recommend Okay, and before we crack on with the episode, one last parish notice is we, if you're from the UK, we'd love to know what your nearest city is. It doesn't need to be like the, the big ones, London or Manchester. Are you from Bristol? Are you near a Leicester? Are you in Coventry? Like, we just want to know where Are you in you're Cardiff from. for all yeah. our Welsh people? Cardiff. Or Aberdeen. That was yeah. in a Welsh accent. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> we just want to do a bit of research, a bit of, you know, or if you're not from the UK, where would you be willing to fly to in the UK? We're at, tell them why we're asking. So we're considering this year of doing a live recording of our podcast, a, a live show, a tour, if a you tour. will. Um, so we already have Wembley, earmarked, we're coming for you. Wembley. <laughs> we have earmarked London, Manchester, maybe Brighton. But if you're from you know a lesser known city then let us know i didn't say lesser keegan i saw you twitch then <laughs> i didn't say lesser. i said lesser known <laughs> okay so if you are from a different city we just want to know where you're from basically yeah literally just drop us a dm yeah or, or comment, a comment. Even comment below yeah yeah um it's literally market research yeah right so religion dun 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 <laughs> So, as I said at the start of this episode, I come from a religious background. I grew up in a Christian household, and I would still regard myself as a Christian. What kind of Christian? So, evangelical Christians, which, if you don't know about denominations, they are the type of Christians, we like to call them happy clappy Christians. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Who, you, you, You're saying that as one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we. That's what we'd kind of call ourselves, I suppose, because you never really know. Basically, to sum it up, my church building growing up was an old cinema that was renovated i went under millions of pounds of renovation and turned into basically a big kind of theater auditorium in that auditorium we'd have guitarists we have drummers we have backing singers singers it was very even modern evangelicals the like christian rock music yeah basically like sort of christian rock music type not necessarily rock music but very modern well not rock as in no metallica Woo. but like kelly clarkson yeah Basically, yeah. And it was Which I know Kelly Clarkson is not rock, <laughs> but pop rock. Pop rock. Yeah. Proc. Definitely. It was very we re, we sort of viewed ourselves as being like the cool Christians because like well, there's no pews, there's no swinging incense, there's no like let's all kneel down and pray. Like we're just about having a chat with God, singing, like dancing, whatever, and then listening to a sermon and then it was and then you'd have donuts after and drinks and stuff and then go home for Sunday lunch. So it was very cool, but I think the evangelical title comes from deep down believing that your role as a Christian is to be evangelical about it, to convert other people, to recommend Christianity, to save other people. That was basically it. It was like our job is to save the unsaved. Like a missionary. Kind of, yeah. Okay. So you'd, in our church, we'd have missionaries that would go out to Where other countries. Where were they countries. going? To, to other countries? Other countries and like, do missionary work. I even did some of that. In another country? Yeah. Well, I was young, so I didn't read. I went on a mission trip to South Africa. We went to Durban um, or KwaZulu-Natal, which is the Valley of a Thousand Hills. And we went. My dad took part in building projects. So they built some offices and things for people that lived there. I went and worked in the creche with kids. We had people that went and worked in uh, health clinics and things like that. So we went on a bit I of a mission trip. I yeah. Knew that. I knew you'd been to South Africa. Yeah, that was why. No. I mean, I was only like probably 13, what, so I just had a jolly. But, but obviously there's, 
we're talking about religion in general. So mm. there's obviously is Catholicism the same as Christianity? I mean, I sound mm. like a like it's a branch. It's of. a branch of Christianity, but I would regard them as you can't compare my background of evangelical Christianity well, like to Roman Catholicism. Catholic, yeah. So different. Yeah. Um, or and even Church of England is quite different, really. To and to then obviously we've got Muslims, Hindus, yeah, Jew, uh, Jewish people, yeah, Buddhism. Well, what I will say as well is my experience is obviously just with Christianity. So I will be talking a bit, you know, specifically to that. I know from hearing from my Muslim friends that they being gay and Muslim is like so much harder than it is for gay Christians. So I just want to acknowledge that I know I'm not speaking for all religious people here. Well, I think it's, I suppose that's, that is relative because if you, yeah. if you are in a, a Muslim family, that's a bit more relaxed about yeah. the religion versus, yeah. you know, someone who's really highly strong. I mean, you, yeah. you, you know, you have these Christian conversion camps and stuff, don't you? Yeah. Like, that's not easier than yeah. growing up in a lax Muslim no. family. And so also, it's all like relative. you said, it is all relative because even if someone did grow up in a very strict Muslim household where they were going to disown them if they came out as gay, there are plenty of Christian families that would do that to 100%. their children as well. And non, and yeah. non, obviously this happens a lot with non-Christian families. Yeah. I, think the, I think the big religion turns people off because people go, I'm not religious, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. But as gay people, we've all experienced a sense of feeling other than mm -hmm. and a sense of needing to or sh having to or should conform. Not that we all do it and not that some people do do it. I certainly did it. You know, I grew up being told that I should get married and do all that jazz. Not religious. It was just that was a societal thing. But it's exactly the same thing mm. of a societal expectation and religion either replaces or layers on top of that yeah so it is it can feel like it's i think it can feel like it's very not me and very like other yeah but it, i feel like there's a lot of crossover with yeah. you know not fitting in not being how people tell you that you should be and i'm doing mm -hmm. that in inverted commas for the air quotes for people who are not watching but um so yeah i i think if you're not religious and you're going, oh, yeah. um, I, th I think it's important. And also, yeah. there are, um, I think, there are a lot of quietly religious people yeah. who, you know, might do a little, if, if they're in trouble, they go, oh, God, please help. Mm. And do you know what I mean? Even though yeah. they're not really religious and they don't know much about, do you know, is that well, that's yeah. the thing? I think it's one of those things where on an individual level, I think, speaking from a Christian perspective, like faith is a really good thing and it influences people's lives in amazing ways. Otherwise, people wouldn't be Christians. Yeah. There would be a reason, like there's a reason why. However, on a mass scale, when you sort of blow that religion up onto a bigger scale, that's where the downsides of religion come in, where people are being very authoritarian, where people are being very bigot bigoted and sort of pushing people away and judging people. Exclusive. But on an individual level, like... It's a good thing, which is why people are religious. Mm. Um, so I agree. There are lots of people that are quietly religious. And even your expectations from maybe your mum growing up, you get, you find a girlfriend, you get married. Yeah, That's influenced by a Christian country, yeah, a Christian culture. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but we've got our first little video question from one of our viewers. So let's just have a listen to that now. Hey there, my name's Toby. And I've just got a question for Keegan. 
does Joe's religion have any impact on the relationship at all? Yeah, so good question. How how do I find it being in a relationship with someone who is religious? Mm. It's it doesn't it doesn't really come up in our relationship a lot. It's like something that I'm aware of. Mm. Um, I'm not religious. I, I we we actually had a brief chat about this. I say because atheism. Just explain to people what atheism and ag- being an agnostic is. Well, Keegan said, am I an atheist then? And I was like, well, from what you've told me, I'd say you're more sort of agnostic. An atheist is someone who's categorically says there's no God. There is no God. Whereas Keegan, I mean, I'll let you speak for yourself, but you've said that you don't necessarily think that there absolutely is not a God, but if there was, you would not assign it to one religion and you don't think that it would be... Well, I, I think in the sense of... I wouldn't say I'm like a spiritualist, but I, I kind of—I mean, I believe like putting things out into the universe. I think that there's something bigger than us at play, mm. but I don't think it's like a predetermined thing. I don't think it's a man in the sky. I don't think it's even a pantheon of gods like Greek mythology. As much as I like Greek mythology and <laughs> things like that, I don't—I th- don't think it's anything like that. Mm. Uh, maybe just the the nature even you know mm. but i'm not like some you know naturist yeah. i'm not getting back to nature and going <laughs> and tree hugging not if you want to do that good for you but i'm not doing that but i if i was in a pickle yeah i, I don't would i pray i i think it's just like in the back of my head go yeah. oh no please get me out of this but i'm not actually hoping that someone intervenes no um well, also, you are very different to, for example, one of our friends who there was a big discussion where he was so, like, aggressively atheist and, like, how on earth could anyone believe in this because of this, 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 And you're not that. You're sort of like, well, I could see why people might believe that. And I, I think the thing for me is I don't care enough. Yeah. I don't care enough. Mm. Like, if you think that, bully for you. Yeah. If you think that God exists bully for you mm. it doesn't encroach on my life i'm not that i'm it's yeah. not something that it's like, I'm like a mission <laughs> really passionate about whereas if someone was to talk to me about politics mm. that i feel is 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 you, you get people who have apathy towards politics mm. i'm i don't and i very much go well i, I think you're wrong for, for this reason mm. and, and that's something i am passionate about so i for want of a better phrase, I'm very selective about where I dole out my fucks because yeah. I only have a limited amount. Yeah. And religion isn't one of them. And I thought, I remember having this conversation briefly with you and then it came up in that conversation about faith. Yeah. And it's not something that I've thought about, but everybody has faith in their lives. Mm. We have faith that the law will protect us, that the police yeah. will turn up. That, And granted, they are you know logistical things that will happen but you made the point of the big bang thing Mm. the big bang thing (laughs) you know the big bang um people have to have faith that that the whole thing that something came from nothing is really difficult to get your head around yeah so scientists can't know that yeah. They have theories and they can, but they yeah. no one was there and saw it. So there's an element of faith in that, and they're yeah. just putting their faith in something that's not a god or whatever. And I'm sure there's people who clap back, but for me, that's enough of an answer. Yeah, that's enough of an answer. And I get when some people go, "Well, I need to know more, and I want to know more." Yeah. But I think sometimes you can just get yourself in a tease. Yeah, and that's well, like, not, how does it impact your life? Yeah, exactly. That's not something yeah. that I need to get in a tease about. No. Whereas, you know how. 
LGBT people are treated at school due to the yeah. educational system because of the government that's in, that does affect my kids. It mm. did affect me. I don't want it to affect other people. So that is something that yeah. I would get in a tiz about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think... Um, and some people are really passionate about religion for whatever, for various different reasons, and, yeah. and some people are, are not. Like I went to a, a C of E school, mm. and we sang hymns and we did prayers. And then I went to um, like a non-religious high school, but I started going to a Catholic sixth form, and they used to pray mm -hmm. and they used to do stuff like that. And I yeah. was like, this is this is it was it was odd. It felt a bit cultish. Yeah. Um, and even like religious weddings, I think are a bit cultish. That was a funny difference, wasn't it? Where like I, the first ever non-Christian wedding I went to was like two years ago and I was shocked at how short it was. And I was like, and I, and since then I've been to one other, non, no, two other non-Christian yeah, weddings and they're it. so short. And I was like, I can't believe I'm at the time 30 years old and I've n only ever been to Christian weddings. And likewise, then one of my best friends got married, Christian oh, wedding, long. Keegan was invited <sighs> and I was like, oh, prepare yourself. <laughs> they're long. Long. Um, and they're a bit different. Like an evangelical Christian wedding is very different because it's not in a church. This was in a barn. It was guitar It was singing. like a done-out band. It wasn't like... Yeah. It wasn't like... There was no hay on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> but lots of singing, worship songs, like... Lots and of praying. Lots of praying and uh, yeah. some theology that I didn't necessarily agree with, but... Uh, the, quite a few. It was interesting because a lot yeah. of your friends didn't agree with the theology. Well, yeah, something that was said at the wedding by the person leading it, I really disagreed with. And I was like, oh, maybe that's because... I've backslidden a bit. Maybe it's because I'm gay and they're going to go, well, if you were a true Christian, because I'm dealing with all those layers of like overthinking in my head. But actually loads of Christian friends I spoke to there about that were like, oh, I had an issue with that he, as well. Because he said that you should always put other people ahead of yourself. Yeah, it was like, it's never about self. Stop thinking about yourself. It's always about thinking about the other person. I was like, that is an awful, awful mindset to have. Yeah. No wonder so many marriages end up breaking yeah, down. Well, people put other people ahead of, at the expense of their own well-being. Yeah. Like, that's not like we should all be kind and think about other people but if you can't look after yourself first like yeah absolutely so and it was interesting that yeah. i thought that and you and your friends so maybe yeah. that's a generational and then i spoke to my parents about it and mum was like i i agree i think that's a bad thing that in the church that we've been a part of they've always said that put other people before yourself at all costs it's not a, and you end up in a real people pleasing mm. hole where you can't get yourself out of it because you're busy thinking about how other people are feeling before yourself yeah but to come back to the question, mm. does it impact? Our, it doesn't impact our relationship. Joel will sometimes say to me, oh, "I prayed about this, or I prayed about that," and I think early doors, my initial, my initial response was probably to like an internal scoff, mm. like, but everybody, like whether you call it praying, whether you call it manifestation, manifestation, whether you call it a spell, whether you call yeah. it pl like. People, it's all the same. It's thing. all the same thing where people are sitting, and whether you're talking to somebody else, whether you're hoping some something happens, like everybody hopes things happen, everybody yeah. wants things to happen. So I was like, it's just a more formal way of doing it, um, and it's it it just doesn't impact yeah. how it just doesn't impact. Like Joel, you, Joel doesn't go to church, and even if he did, like I used to play rugby every Sunday, yeah. so it'd be like it's just yeah. it's 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 his thing, mm. and it doesn't 
impact my life other than when I go yeah. to a wedding that's your friends and then yeah. it's still your friend's wedding that I'm going yeah. to and it's how they want to celebrate their wedding is absolutely their prerogative yeah, definitely. you know if they wanted to do it on on unicycles then that, <laughs> that's also, also their prerogative no, but, but no, it reminds does. me of the people that go I don't care if you're purple <laughs> you're like okay I know you're being kind but it's uh, I hate when people say that I don't care if you're black white or purple well I don't mind if you put purple on unicycles and get married like that uh, but it does it doesn't yeah. impact our relationship is the no. short answer well because that's interesting you said that like journaling for example I don't journal don't want to journal I don't know exactly how you journal but I'm imagining in there you could have like oh that's an element of prayer of hoping for a change in yeah, your life yeah there's a reflection a, there's a projection this yeah. is what I'm gonna do this is what I'd like to happen I'm yeah. upset that this happened mm -hmm. I hope that yeah like it can journaling can be it's yeah. different things to different people but mm. yeah so it's I suppose yeah I suppose yeah. that's a way of doing it but mine doesn't involve any kind of deity no and I think just to explain like I don't go to church anymore like Keegan has said but I Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Grew up going to church ever since I was, well, before I was even five years old, probably since I was born and I was christened and went to church. But I remember it from being five years old, moving to this evangelical church, I think after being a bit more Church of England. And it was this big sort of family. It was called uh, like blah -de blah family church. There's loads of kids, loads of youth groups, and it was all very cool, as I said. Um, so it never really felt religious. So when people go, oh, you're religious. Growing up, I was always like, no, I've, I've got a faith but I'm not religious because I'm not someone who like sits next to their bed and prays and at a specific time each month when I talk about praying I'm not sat there going heavenly father da -da 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 -da. like I'm just chatting to God and just having someone that I'm having a conversation with so I've never identified with the word religious like it's less formal it's less formal like there's no um you know like for people who wear specific things for specific ceremonies yeah. and exactly for whatever religion like there's no element yeah. of that for, for you like the only formality was going to church every sunday and i would do that even when i was living in london as a student go to church every sunday like i i enjoyed it and i really liked it my the church in london was in a big theater and again it was a bit even cooler like more musicians more bands more singers smoke machines lights everything it was like very cool um but I realized I don't need to go to church in order to have a faith. And lots of my Christian 
friends or people I've grown up with will probably disagree because they're taught like you need to go to church it keeps you accountable and you you know you'll start backsliding but I'm like well no because my relationship with God is a personal thing yeah why would I need to publicly display it for everyone well I think I think I'm gonna go slightly off piece here but I think the big thing about religion and correct please correct me if I'm wrong but this is my interpretation is it's about community yeah. It's about people coming together, good cause, good values. Yeah. Now, we as gay people talk about the gay community mm-hmm. a lot, or lack thereof, yeah. and how exclusive it is, or how you have to look a certain way. I have to look. So, even people who have not experienced religion and being gay, they've certainly experienced what that side of being mm. gay is like and the impact that that can have. And everybody. Everybody wants community. And mm. just if you see one of these people say, I'm a lone wolf and I, I'm happy that way, I just don't believe you. I just don't believe you. Um, and you can disagree with me. I all, feel like all that's you want. me. <laughs> um, but you, you do have an, you, that you're not a lone wolf because you have people in your life and you, you need yeah. connection with people. You, yes, you do it on your terms and maybe less than, but mm. pe- people need other people in their lives. No one yeah. is, no man is an island and no. all that jazz. Um, but I think it, to the point I was going to make, like to quote Nietzsche, God is dead. Um, and we talks about the death of religion and how will human beings survive that mm. because it's community that brings people together. Yeah. So now we kind of seen that religion is not the a central pillar of the home as what it has been. Yeah. Obviously it is in some homes, but how does society deal with that lack of community? We as gay people talk about the lack of community all the time. Mm. And it's the one thing that whenever I put a post up on social media, whenever anybody talks about it, the overall uh, consensus is there is no community. It's not supportive. And that is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So we all want community. Yeah, We want community. Now, some of us get it from gay people. Some of us get it from our friends and family. Some of us get it from our local area. Some of us get it from our church. Mm-hmm. But we're all looking to be a part of some kind of community. Yeah. Um, and I suppose that's what religion gives. And I suppose that's what we've tried to do with this podcast yeah. is create a community of people with similar values who have got similar directions in life. Yeah. Because it's really easy to demonize religion, like you said, when you look at mm. the doctrine of it and the dogma of it. Yeah. Um, but other communities have doctrine, you know, like the gay community. Oh, you you don't fit in here. You can't be yeah. like you can't act like that. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah, it is. And that those people that say that wouldn't like to admit that because they think that they're so free from this. Oh, they think they're so free from like bigotry and dogma like you say but they're not those same gays that are like well if you're not going out partying every friday or saturday like what are you doing you're being so heteronormative it's like no i actually just don't enjoy that thanks yeah like and that is that is a reflection of the christian community where you get this really right-wing christians who are very strict saying this is the one way to be a christian and then you get ones like me a bit more progressive christians where it's like actually I think there are different ways which in which you can be a Christian. Yeah, and I think it, w- it would definitely be, it'd be interesting to see what people's points are here with. Yeah, get in touch, so comment yeah. below and, and let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, if you do want to contact us, whether it's about this show and you want to send in videos yeah. or you want to uh, appear on Helpful Homo, then you can contact us, hello, at happyhealthyhomo.com yeah. or or if you want to get involved with keeping the lights on and the microphones on, you can get involved with our Patreon channel as well. Yeah, the the money from those channels does help us to pay for the studio and like King said, keep everything switched on, the bill's paid. Yeah. Um, but we got a really lovely review this week and I just wanted to read it. 
Yeah. Um, in our in our little break. Yeah, you do that. Okay. You you get that up, and I'll tell people why reviews are so important. Okay, go on. Then. Reviews are so important because they bump us up the charts, mm-hmm. and if they're up, if we're higher up the charts, then more people can see us, more people get involved, more people are part of the community, mm-hmm. it helps more people. And with some of the reviews that we get, they're amazing. It sees how much it's it's helping people. Yeah. Um, and we were we were like quite high up in the self help and the education yeah. charts. This week we were both in yeah, in self improvement in the UK, we were like seventy something and in education in the UK we were like forty something. Yeah. Which, which is amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well thank you. So this person, um Cherchez La Femme says really appreciate the emphasis on mental health also love the way you two support one another great example of a healthy relationship enjoying the series so far good luck to you both oh thank very you sweet. very much thank you very much yeah. yeah that means a lot and to see your reviews i guess it's nice because i often think about creators i see online in a really positive way i follow them and i find them amazing they're funny they're kind helpful whatever they are I never tell them and the nature of a review is sort of being able to see that and so it's just really nice to know that we're We're hopefully doing something good because we're just speaking into a void (laughs) yeah exactly so thank you very much we do have a another question yeah so this is a question that's coming for Joel so let's take a look at that hi Keegan and Joel it's Peter uh, having been brought up Catholic myself, my question to Joe would be, how does he reconcile being gay and Christian? Thanks. Yeah, so this is, I suppose, the biggest question I get whenever anyone finds out that I'm both gay and a Christian, where they're like, but how? And we've had so many emails mm. about this. Yeah. So many people have contacted us about this. Yeah. Um, and how people don't feel they can do both. Yeah. So how do you do both, Joe? Well, I will say it was a very long and painful journey of coming to terms with that, knowing that I was gay, but still being very much heavily involved with the church, going every Sunday, maybe every Wednesday as well, to a community group where we like read the Bible and chat about things, like being heavily involved, knowing that I was gay and going, but this isn't okay. And that spanning like years of trying to sense, like, how do I feel about this? But I think the crux of it came down to going, I can be gay and Christian. Who am I believing that says that I can't be gay and Christian? And I was like, well, that's just the church. It's just rules, which they always prided themselves, the evangelical church of being like, we, there are no rules. Like there are suggestions and things, but there aren't rules. Like the, the religion isn't about rules. Religion is about a relationship with God. That's what they would say to us. So I'd be like, well, if it's about a relationship with God and not about rules, why am I telling myself that I can't be gay and Christian? Because actually it's a personal thing. My relationship with God is mine and God's business. It's not anyone else's. And did you figure that out on your own? Or did you speak to people about it? Friends, parents? Do you have pastors? Vicars? Pastors. Pastors, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant pastors and what you eat. Oh, God. (laughs) There we go with the the pretense that Joe's posh. It's not. That's just how we say it down south. Uh, We were talking the other day about puff and puff. They're both the same. Puff. He's meaning like if you're a gay man, you might be called a puff. A puff. Or you might have a puffy face. But like to me, they're up. different. Well, anyway, we're going on a, a tangent. <laughs> Accents. Who needs them? Um, but no, I think I did did it mainly by myself. But it's hard to tell because I was consuming youtube videos or books or looking for people who'd gone through what i had so a woman called vicky beeching 
who has a very inspiring story who I really wanted to get on the podcast, but I think she's struggling with some health issues and she's not doing any public appearances at the minute. But she was amazing. Her book really helped me. She was a big pop star. Think like the, I don't know, Taylor Swift of the Christian pop world, which I know you might be thinking, what? That's a world? It's a world. Like the the people that sing Christian songs in our community are like, Gods. The celebrities. <laughs> Not quite gods. Um, and she was like the golden child, beautiful blonde girl with a guitar singing. She then came out as a lesbian and she documents it in her book about how she really struggled with it and her health really suffered because she was keeping this massive secret knowing she'd lose her entire career because she was mainly, she was big in the UK, but really big in America, even though she was British. Um, anyway, she came out, lost her entire career, got dropped by her record label, got dropped from churches, churches saying they're boycotting her songs, all these things. And this was like, I don't know, 20 years ago. So... Um, but I just found her story really, really helpful. And so I won't go into it, but if you want to read her book, type, type in Vicky Beeching book and I'll try and we'll link it in the, the notes. Link in the notes yeah. It was just so helpful to see did, that, that did, she doesn't regret ever coming out. Did you speak to, did you speak to a yeah. pastor? Or what, what, what do you have? Sorry. A, a pastor. No, well, we wouldn't say pastor. We'd just call it the leader. <laughs> Sounds a bit culty. Following the I'd call it like the leader of the church or the church leader. Uh, no, I didn't speak to anyone like that. I So I spoke would, to Vicky. I messaged her on Twitter and she really sort of helped me with that would, more than she why, realized. Why, why didn't you speak to a religious figure? Because I knew that it wasn't a safe way to do it. Firstly, I knew that they would end up telling my parents. And secondly, I really? knew... The, that, yeah. That, I think that's quite... Um, it's quite a damning... <laughs> forgive the phrase it's yeah. quite a damning indictment of because I, and I'm, I'm thinking of confession here yeah like obviously people don't that's no not, not in my but pain. you guys yeah. don't have no. that but yeah that that's if you speak yeah. to somebody in a position of that's not mm, well I'm people get very involved in the church so i remember nosy what, nosy so like because i grew up in the church since i was five years old this particular church and my parents were like quite high up in the church as well having leadership roles in some aspect i was always known as debbie and gary's son and had two older brothers so i was known as ben and luke's brother so i had all this extra pressure but also people thinking that they knew me so i remember once and this isn't to do with being gay but i was auditioning for drama schools and auditioning every year everyone knew i wanted to be an actor and uh, i went to drama school did a year at rada the best drama school in the world arguably but it's like the most well known it was a big deal and one of my parents kind of friends i suppose in inverted commas after a few years of auditioning for the three-year course, not getting in, was like, like took me aside to talk to me. I was like, so what's going on? And people would do that a lot. They would come and talk to me, like my parents' friends, and go, what's going on? And take me aside. It was just very normal. But now I'm like, that's weird. Um, and he was like, so you haven't got into drama school again? Talking. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, I've, I've done a year and I got to the final rounds of these and I've got this audition for this thing. I've done this TV advert. Like, things were going well. And he was like, I think it might be time. I feel like God's saying that... It might be time for you to stop pursuing acting. Like, I always wanted to work with birds. This is he not literally said this. I wanted to work with birds growing up. I love birds. It just wasn't possible for me. And so I became a social worker. And I was like, okay, not the same thing. But I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And I was taking it on being polite, being, like being brought up to believe that other people's feelings are more important than my own. So, yeah, okay, thank you so much for telling me that. God's told you that. Thank you so much. Um, 
got in the car, was absolutely fuming and really upset. I feel like I'm going to cry now, even though it's not a thing that bothers me anymore. But I remember that feeling of being in the car. Mum and dad like snapped at me because I was being like Fletcher, Keegan's son, unresponsive and grunting at them. And um, and I told them and I was like, he said this to me and this is this. And he said I should give up acting. My parents were furious at him. They went and had a word with him. And my, I think they're essentially in a polite way like don't you dare say anything like that to our son. That's our business. Why are you trying to take over and be his parent? You're nothing to do with him. He's So they really had my back, which was good. But oh, I don't want to get emotional about it, but it is things I think I still need to, you know, develop with a therapist <laughs> because it has impacted me in a lot of ways, not just that, but with being gay and all of that pressure nosy communities getting involved in everyone's lives mm. and so i didn't this is a long point to say i didn't reach out to anyone or tell anyone that i was gay in the church because i knew the answer would be that's wrong that's a sin let me pray for you let me pray the gay away essentially there's a course for this person this person was gay and now isn't gay they've been and they've spoken in our church which i don't believe is real no. you can't be ex-gay you are born how you are and anyone who says they are is a liar um and so I just knew that it wasn't a supportive like environment. Picking an, an easier route, holding yeah. feel is an easier route. Definitely. So it is something that has really bothered real. me. And that's why I'm like, I don't have any interest in joining a church. I do think it's a bit culty. I think having a community of Christians around you is great. So I've got my Christian friends that I can talk to about things. So on the whole, then, do you think religion is a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I don't know. I think organized religion is a bad thing. I think it's culty. I think it's like forcing you in a square peg into a round hole. For me, I never enjoyed the public displaying of uh, a relationship with God. So, for example, when you're singing, lots of people in evangelical church will raise their hands in the air, will sing. They might dance a bit. When you're in a public group, people might pray out loud one-on-one -on -one and pray loudly to the group. That was never me. I never liked that. I've always hated that. And I remember people saying, you really need to learn to pray out loud to get, to get over this fear. You need to pray in a group. And I was like... I don't want to. Like, like I wouldn't shout my journal out to everybody. Not no. that I'm writing in it exactly. terrible things, but it's just a thing, a personal thing for yeah. you, right? But I was always made to feel that that was, and I didn't enjoy reading the Bible. Like, I, I know some people will find that as a huge hypocrisy of like, wait, so you've not read the whole Bible and yet you call yourself a Christian. Whenever my friend goes to the uh, hotel, he rips out, is it Leviticus, where it says a man, oh, should, not lay, a yeah. man should not lay with another man, well, he always rips it out. Well, it's very, really contradictory yeah. to the Bible, isn't it? Well, that's why I think the Bible is not the literal inspired word of God, which I was brought up to believe. I'm like, it is literally a book which has been in the hands of human beings for thousands of years. Maybe it did start as the word of God, but you're saying it's still not been tampered with. And actually, the word homosexual was added in 1946. Before 1946, there was no reference to homosexual. Well, I'm going to say, Bible. I mean, in the King James Bible, King James was gay. <laughs> King James was gay. Doesn't surprise me. Um, so, like, it's he's not going to write in there no death to the gays or whatever well no exactly i think the word that they mistranslated i've got it written down in case i got it wrong yeah arsenokoitai um arsenokoitai arsenokoitai means sort of like perversion sexual perversions and it was added in homosexual in place of that okay. so it was never actually in there in the first place and christians just conveniently gloss over that right. um so i think once i started deconstructing that it didn't make much sense for me to like not be a christian yet i still believe that there is a god 
And I do still believe, I think, in, you know, Jesus being the son of God and all those things. But it is something that I think will I'll always think about throughout my whole life and always work on. And I'm like, I don't actually need all the answers because am I happy mm. believing what I believe? Yeah, I am. I think that's a really important point. And I think that's what a point that a lot of people struggle with when it comes to you're, you're looking for answers that mm. you're never going to get. Yeah. And you can't think your way out of a thinking problem. No. So if you, you know, if you go, oh, well, I think this, but I feel that, and I da, 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 sometimes you just have to surrender to it and go, this is how things are. Mm. These are, this is the situation that I'm yeah. in, and this is, and I'm okay with it, or mm. I'm not okay with it, but I'm working through it, or, yeah. um, it's, I think it is really easy for people to get themselves in a tiz, and, and people are atheists to it about, mm. you know, the, uh, like the big bang and, and the, dawn of the universe and all that jazz. Well, yeah like you were saying with that people go well it was it happened because of gases and it's like okay so where did the gases come from and then they can't answer it and they go uh, they just what scientists said that they were there and it's like okay so you've got faith in those scientists yeah yeah like we've all like you're right we've all got a faith and for even atheists to say that they don't have faith it's like well you do you just haven't chased it far enough down the line to realize that you do have that faith, faith in something yeah whether it's democracy yeah oh and also i don't believe as a christian i don't think my mission is to convert other people to christianity and i think that's been done so much that atheists then think they almost take it as a well, personal thing of like you're a christian you're trying to make me one i'm like no i'm not you literally can believe whatever well, you that want. would have been a big red flag for me early doors <laughs> yeah. if you'd have been like you should if you'd have said you should come to church with me i'd yeah. have been like I'll see you after. Yeah, but you've never, no. never even. A, 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 yeah, my faith or lack of is my yeah. business, and yours is exactly yours. People can have things to themselves, yeah. can't they? Yeah, I think we discussed this the other day with like sexualization of like some things. I think personally are made to be private, and it's like a religious belief. I actually think is kind of the similar thing. I mean, lol, I'm talking about my religious beliefs on public <laughs> forum, but naturally I don't really talk about it with people unless people ask, mm. because that's a personal thing, and who am I to go around talking about it all the time? Yeah. Um, but I think some people forget that now in today's society. It's like you must show who you are at all points to everyone. It's like, yeah, it's like authenticity to. to the extreme. Yeah. We don't want anybody missing out on anything. Yeah. We've had a really, really lovely message in from the Reverend Kurt Allison. Um, so check out what Kurt had to say. Hi, I'm Reverend Kurt Allison, and I'm a healthy, happy homo and an ordained minister within a Christian denomination. So my comment on religion is that if you are an LGBTQ2 plus person who is interested in a spiritual path and maybe particularly uh, curious about or interested in the Christian tradition, know that there are churches and entire Christian denominations that will fully welcome and affirm you. Thanks. Well, I think that was a really nice way to finish off the topic, just to reassure. I know this is a topic, a really broad one, which we could talk for much longer and in more depth about, but I think it's a really nice message to say if you are interested in spirituality or faith, you're not excluded from that just because you're gay. Yeah. Like Kurt said, there are there will be churches near you that will be affirming of you because of your sexuality. And I think that's just a great point of the stuff that we want to get on the podcast, yeah, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. This week's recommendation, I have loved it, but it was actually you bought it. Did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, go on, yeah. So it's a magnesium spray for your feet. <laughs> well, you can put it anywhere, I think. Yeah, you can put it anywhere. Right. Lavender scented. Basically, magnesium helps you sleep. 
Lots yeah. of people have a magnesium deficiency. Not every, not everybody, but a lot of people have a magnesium deficiency, and it impacts the quality of your sleep, mm -hmm. the, the depth of your sleep. Yeah. And Joel's been using it, and oh my gosh, I've been knockout every night. I've had such a good well, except last night. Last night was awful. Uh, by the by, I've had a really great night's sleep on it. You just spray it on your feet, rub it in like this. If you're watching. Lift your legs up and With rub your feet together your feet. because then you don't get your hands mucky. It was genius on your part. King was like, just rub your feet together. I am nothing if not ingenious. Uh, but we'll leave it in the show notes or in the YouTube description if you want to check it out. It's really helped my sleep. I can't guarantee it will help yours, but hopefully it might. Yeah, and if you want something else that's going to guarantee your sleep, your mental health. Yeah. So go back and check out the Better Help stuff mm -hmm. below. Um, yeah, you can get 10% off your first month if you click the link in the description below. Yeah, and please, as we said, if you want to get in touch and you want to see your face, your voice on the podcast, the next episode that we're going to be recording is about the over-sexualized persona of gay men online and why some people have it, some people don't, some people feel that they need to conform. So any questions, any statements any experiences but they've got to be less than 30 seconds you can email them and send them to hello at happyhealthyhomo.com yeah thank you guys for watching um i hope that wasn't a bit too deep we will talk about religion again in another another episode maybe get someone on a bit more experienced than i or maybe we could get vicky beeching on one day i'd love for her to come on because she's also trained in theology from cambridge university so she knows a lot well i like greek mythology oh i'm sure she knows a lot about that as well and vikings and stuff like that i like mythology maybe we'll do an episode on mythology i don't just for you <laughs> Just for you. Just so I can geek out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank well, you guys thank for, you watching. for watching. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Stay safe. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.